0: This is 8-bit Geeks, 8-bit Xmas and we're Movie Films with Bill and Steve. I'm Steve, etc. Shit! <laughs> I'm Bill.
1: <laughs> I'm Kevin. Hi.
2: Oh my god, we have Who a- the hell are you?
1: Oh. I snuck in. I'm I'm all up in your hideouts.
2: Get out of our safe space. <laughs> How did you get in our chat room? Are you a
0: hacker? Oh my god, you're a hacker.
1: Seriously, I am uh you know, I just saw I ddos you guys, you know, and I just oh no. made sure that I can come god in here.
2: Goddamn Cisco. Cisco. He's gonna find out that we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing. Uh,
1: I I also managed to look at your HTML on your website and I just <gasps> adjusted some things. Yeah, you know everything's good. Fuck, oh.
0: fuck, fuck, fuck. Bill, I, I hope our go. Conan
2: picture is still on our Tumblr. Oh, that's the only hope. <laughs> that was, that's never burning flames
1: over Conan though. Now. No.
2: <laughs> you killed my father. <laughs> <laughs> well. As you can, guys listening in can tell, it's all about Christmas here. We're doing all another collab. The another little collaboration here with 8-Bit Geek. They're doing some Christmas shit. Ain't no more yeah. scary movie time. It's time for time for giving. It's time for cheer. It is time for Ernest Saves Christmas 1988, directed by John R. Cherry III. Ernest helps Santa Claus <laughs> as he searches for a successor. Yeah. That, wow, good job, IMDb. IMDB.
0: I feel like the past size. like 10 episodes The IMDb plots have actually been
2: Good And that's weird to me <laughs> I mean 104 episodes of movie films We have some mwah, choice Some choice IMDb uh, Synopses <laughs> su- submitted by people who I don't think understand A what a synopsis Is or B didn't watch the film
0: <laughs> One of the two
2: uh, but
1: Another Ernest movie
0: Enjoy.
2: <laughs> exactly that's all you need to know Now
0: no, it would be like uh, Santa Claus goes on uh, an extravagant journey to track down like the name of the child star, um, and that's it. and then he goes to prison, and that would be the our regular IMDB synopsis that we get.
2: Ernest saves Christmas. <laughs> er, uh, Santa Claus finds out that he gave his real money to a little shit child, and he goes <laughs> on a hunt for it and Ernest uh, tries to stop him from this brutal brutal bloodshed bloodshed.
1: Buy an anonymous Take okay. two
2: uh, brutal bloodshed. <laughs> God, I'd watch that. Print that. Santa Slite. Uh Okay, so obviously, people familiar with movie films know that me and Steve are super, super into the wonderful character Ernest P. Worrell, played like, by the late great Jim Varney. Now, but we need to ask the pivotal question here to Kevin. Kevin, what is your relationship with Ernest P. Worrell?
1: Oh man, I mean, I grew up watching his stuff, dude. I one of my favorites, and weirdly enough, I'm I. I think I'm in the mi- minority with this one, but my favorite one's still. Ernest goes to camp. <laughs> That's know, fair. That's yeah, so totally the fair. The moment, it's like when they when they started invading the uh, the construction site with the, like the the flying turtles and playing <laughs> the turtle theme, like the uh, what was it? Happy together by the band, the turtles. I was like, yes, you can't get any better than this. <laughs> so um, yeah, John Cherry posted on the uh,
0: their Facebook page that uh, just a couple weeks back, a fan put a turtle with a parachute on Jim Varney's grave.
1: Oh, that's that's adorbs. It was super adorable. The and feels. then I
0: remembered that Jim Varney was dead and I was sad all over I
1: him. know, dude. It's yeah. been like 16 years. He died in 2000 of some horrible cancer.
0: Which... Lung cancer, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yes, it was lung cancer because he was a horrible smoker. Was As he? many were. Mm-hmm. Wow. But he was a lot like Walt Disney where like, he never lit any pictures... As, as well within his power, that is. Like, any pictures of him with cigarettes or stuff get out because he didn't want kids to see Ernest smoking.
1: Yeah, I don't think I've ever... Good good on him. I don't. I didn't even know he was a smoker until now. So, there you go. I learned something oh, yeah. today.
0: Now, I remember watching that on an Ernest documentary. It might have even been on one of the commercial VHSs that had John Cherry, like, talking about it. Like, how they would, like... It, it always, like, ate him up inside because... Uh, John Cherry, I mean, obviously, the cancer was eating Jim up inside. Mm-hmm. Too uh, John Archery <laughs> is eating up the profits. No, he was, but he was talking about how like they would fil- be filming like commercials, and they'd be filming like a anti smoking PSA, and yet they'd have to keep cutting because Jim would keep coughing and coughing so much.
1: Ugh. That should have been the commercial.
0: Like it should have been. But hey, guys,
1: guys... I'm Ernest,
2: and I'm dying. Oh, right. Jesus Christ! Oh, no. like, You'll
1: get this cough if you keep smoking.
2: <laughs> you know, just drink some aphidophilus Af- milk, and find your <laughs> great deal in the local Toyota.
1: Have some Miak. <laughs>
2: Argentinian miak miak. Didn't think I'd find
0: any around here, or did you?
2: <laughs> well, we're here today to discuss the fantastic Ernest Saves Christmas, mm-hmm. and it's that time of year where this is just a holiday tradition for me and Steve, and I'm sure many other fans of Ernest P. whirl And I guess we have to ask the most important question first off, Steve. What do you think about Ernest Saves Christmas?
0: I mean, we talked about this briefly uh, twice in the past. Uh, we never gave it a full episode, but we talked about it during our Christmas episode mm-hmm. last year. No, uh, that, was about... that was two years ago. That one was two years? That's right, because last year was Home Alone.
2: Yes. Oh, um, nice. Two
0: years ago. Um, and then we talked about it again briefly during our Ur- our month of earnest, where we didn't want to dedicate so- too much time to it since we already talked about it two years prior. Um, but now that we have the time to do it, I mean, I fucking love Ernest Saves Christmas. I mean, we, uh, during my month of Ernest, I established that it is my favorite Ernest movie. Um, if you've already listened to the podcast in the past, you know what my star rating for it is. If you don't, well, uh, I guess you're gonna have to wait to the end of this episode to find out. That's right, fuckers. Um, (laughs) it's my favorite Ernest movie by far. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies by far. It has the best live-action Santa Claus in a movie, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and it's it's so heartwarming. I love the characters. I love the message behind it. I love the humor. I love the gags. Everything's fucking perfect in this. And Vern's in it, which mm-hmm. I, is a lot more than I can say for the other films.
2: Yeah, we'll get into that when we pick up specific parts. But for people who are commercial, earnest commercial junkies like like me and I, Steve, I don't know about Kevin. Uh, this is the only film that has Vern in it. Yeah. And oh boy, it's <laughs> it's a treat. It's a treat. Uh, uh kevin uh what are your overall general thoughts on Ernest saves christmas
1: i mean i loved it as well i mean i grew up with it i don't remember if i saw this on vhs or if i was lucky enough to actually go to the theater and see it because my mom would take me to movies all the time mm-hmm. um either way i mean i loved it it was i agree with you it was like one of the best santas i was douglas seal uh he did a great job you know just killing it um it was it was just a throwback and I love cause they always bring back like the same type of characters, like the two brothers that are always like kinda playing background characters. Oh uh, yes, Marty like, and Bobby. Yeah, Marty and Bobby just doing their things. Like I love every interaction with them. Uh once again Ernest just, man, I, I miss him. <laughs> like seeing scared stupid and you know, this is my second best second favorite one next to Ernest goes to camp. Um yeah. I mean, it's just one of my, it's, it's a traditional one for me. I haven't seen it in the last couple of years though. So it was good to revisit it. I've just <clears throat> kind of been like, especially with 8 Christmas last year, we watched a lot of different ones like Santa Claus and Home Alone. And um, uh, of course, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is the one that's my yearly one. I can't find a better Christmas movie than that. So.
2: But we're talking about a better Christmas movie than that, in my opinion. I fucking love this film. This film is fantastic all the way through. I'm not normally one for super sappy Christmas movies, mm-hmm. but I feel the levels of sap in this film are at a like a perfect perfect little notch on the on the level there of where it needs to be. Where it's not super like Hallmark corny, but also not uh, I guess, barely trying. I feel like it hits that hits that point perfectly, and that, that's that's it for me. And that's what really I dig about it. Uh, obviously i love ernest the character i love mo- most of the films as we if you go back to our ernest, uh month back in july of 2015 if i remember correctly when we reviewed those a lot of the ernest films aren't very good but there are <laughs> but, the, but, the, but half of them are very good yeah, and ernest this is definitely goes to
1: prison of, was one of my low points i think
2: oh, really? oh no that one was great yeah i oh, love ernest that, goes that one to prison is ernest goes to jail sorry he yeah, goes think... to jail. There you no, go. No, Ernest
0: right. goes to prison with the was the unknown tenth film that they never released. He went
2: to Os- oh. the Oswald State Correctional <laughs> Facility. Was, was really no, the, I thought up.
1: the tenth one was like Ernest goes to Gitmo or something like that.
0: <laughs> uh, the tenth one, well, there was a planned tenth one. Was that Ernest goes to space? Yes, Ernest goes to space okay. was supposed to be. Oh, the, yeah, the why
1: didn't he... that happen? Well, I mean, because I mean, why he it? dies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I hate. Why to couldn't be the they bandit? have
1: made that happen? Uh, <laughs>
0: Kevin, if you think Ernest goes to jail is a low point, we need to sit you down with
1: Ernest goes to Africa one day. Oh, my God. I never even knew that existed. I Are got you listening. F-
0: Oh,
2: my God. There's nine Ernest movies, Kevin.
1: Well, I know that, but I didn't know <laughs> Ernest goes to Africa. I didn't. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ernest
2: goes to Africa comes after um, – no, you know, it comes before Ernest in the okay, Army so... and after Slam Dunk Ernest.
1: Oh, God. See, that's, that's the part of my childhood I really blocked out until now. Well, it's easy to like do that. Slam Dunk Ernest. Oh, yeah. God.
2: Yeah, because after uh, – um don't forget it goes to school. Yeah, it goes <sighs> – well, after yes. *Rides Again* was the last theatrical released one, and then there was yes. the, all the other ones. I mean, *Ernest Goes to School*, or Sam Duck Ernest*, *Ernest Goes to Africa*, and *Ernest and the Army* were all uh, straight to VHS.
1: <laughs> Ernest, yeah, I was going to say *Ernest* goes straight to VHS. <laughs> yeah, That's
2: that going to be the one. *Rides, Rides the Again* last did not uh, did not do very well at the box office, but you know it, what did very well at the box office. The film we're talking about today, *Ernest Saves yes! Christmas*, uh, as I was saying, uh, just hits all the right points. Yeah, Steve said, Kevin said, all these super positive things. The best Santa Claus, I think, definitely, I think. One of the best characterizations of Ernest, the character himself. Mm-hmm. I think this, of all the times we get to see, like, the pure childhood, like, childlike, uh, child-like wonderment of Ernest as a character, this is a film that super uh, shows that, like, all these times, like, especially because you're in the Christmas season. So, and Ernest uh, embodies that very well. And I think that's something that's super cool about this. Christmas
0: film. is uh, his favorite time of year. Know what I mean?
2: Keep the yeah. Christ in Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> As his that's bumper like sticker turn. in his uh, glove box says, uh, "This is uh, this." Uh, we have a change of profession for Ernest. Ernest was a camp counselor, and Ernest goes to camp. Now he's a taxi. Well, for a while he's a taxi driver in so, Florida. Former in
1: Florida. race car driver, apparently. Uh, you know, going. Uh, what was it like when I used to do the crisscross races?
0: <laughs> uh, Ernest has had a lot of jobs, and that's why I completely believe him. And goes to camp when he says that he was in Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, <laughs> <And>, um, <laughs> And I think that's what fucked him up.
1: Yeah, and that just gave him, like, that childlike, because he doesn't want to have, like, PTSD. Agent Orange is
2: crazy.
0: Like I said to uh, Bill during our um, Ernest podcast, I like to think that him and Vern served together, and in order to save Vern, Ernest horribly murdered a bunch of people with his bare hands, and in order to block that out, he's so childlike and innocent now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and Vern will not bring him out of
0: Vern that. can't not see him as the murderer so that's why Vern tries to avoid him as much as he can exactly when Ernest
2: gets on the ladder going up there and he's like you want to Chris this cool Mellieller? Vern flashes back to an up the ladder and killed a bunch of Charlie and he's like Jesus Christ get off my fucking roof <laughs> <laughs> don't touch my don't touch my air conditioner please leave <laughs> Uh, but let's get into some specific uh, positives film uh Steve uh, what are some like specific positives or scenes and such that from Ernest Saves Christmas that just you know are the best
0: uh it's good to get the uh, ernest dressed up doing impersonations in the film oh uh, mm-hmm. yes Um, because this is the again, this is the first film that
2: does that. It's the second film in the franchise. Yes, yeah, of
0: the two so far. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) Um, but it's great. It's great to see him as the uh, classic, uh, the old lady character that will keep coming back. Uh, Uh, But it was, but it was also really great to see him get to be uh, like the mayor's assistant or whatever it was called in the film.
2: Yeah, he's from the the governor's governor's office. The governor's office. Um, I thought that
0: was fantastic. Again, because I think Jim Varney, is outside of Ernest, is a really fantastic actor. I think he's got a great look, and he's a lot of facial expression, so it's always good to see him be not Ernest. Um, and, of course, as the uh, Snake Wranglers, a great gag the entire time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gave one to my boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, Santa Claus in this is uh, phenomenal.
2: I can, I can talk forever about Santa Claus.
0: Fucking forever. Uh, Douglas Seal. Uh, who others may recognize the voice as the Sultan from Aladdin. Mm -hmm. Um, Just top-notch. Like, he completely embodies that sweet, innocent, well-meaning Santa. Um, Absolutely. The faith that he has in other people is addictive and really encompasses, like, the entire idea behind the Christmas season of being better to others, of being a better person just for the sake of being a better person. All of that is really embodied in this man who's able to turn a bunch of uh, people in jail into a beautiful choir.
2: like which everyone
0: in, in jail like everyone in jail all the time <laughs> um which was another great sequence um i like everything with um i think harmony is a a grating but still a very realistic bratty character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and i think she works really well for the plot oh, i agree um, um
2: pamela trenton right yes yeah,
0: yeah. yes she ran away from
2: home. She ran away from Bloomington, Indiana all the way to Orlando, Florida. I mean, that's just impressive. I know. I, know. I, just, I bring that up like, man, that's... She's got some distance, shit. <laughs> uh, she turned a lot of tricks. I was gonna say, she had to do some some things. that uh, Let's she's just gonna say, regret. one
1: year she made the, mo- the naughty list.
0: That, <laughs> speaking of, there's a few shots in the movie that definitely, like, really paint her like very lovely and very beautiful. And then you remember she's supposed to be 15 and it gets weird.
2: Well, you know that's it's 1988. That's just how all, all women of all ages dressed. Yeah, that's true. There was just no way of avoiding the the whore look. That's just the 80s. That is the 80s. Yeah. It, yeah Everyone had they, you know midriffs, barren shirts, short shorts, up up do hair. I mean, that's just what it was. Mm-hmm.
1: It didn't help that like they did the schoolgirl thing during the government. Like the when he oh they the knew what they party. were fucking doing. Yeah, I was like, oh come on. <laughs> she I mean, talks in know. the fucking baby voice, Jesus mm-hmm. Christ! And I'm like, uh, I know it's 1988, and I was like seven when that happened, like when it came out. So that's cool, I can accept it then. But now I'm watching it now, and I'm like, I feel a little weird.
2: Man, John Cherry, you dog! <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like we're gonna we re- need we need to redo this scene. Um,
2: okay, get it. We're, I want to fuck this
0: little girl. That's how we <laughs> make
2: wow. her. <laughs> John Cherry? Man, I think uh, we're I mean, crossing some borders here. Hey, you know what?
0: Uh, at least he never had uh, his actor rape anyone on screen, unlike other directors.
2: Oh, that's timely. That's wow. timely information there. Uh, let's Aww. let's keep the Brando stuff on the lowdown. Oh. We're talking about good stuff here. Let's talk about Christmas. You're, you're right. Me Christmas. <laughs>
0: uh, I mean, like, I've seen this movie so many times that it's hard for me to continuously point out what I love about it without saying the phrase everything. You know, I love the entire sequence with the tree. I love all the physical uh, gag humor with fucking Ernest. Uh, it, it, even, like, little stuff like just slathering his hands with butter when he puts it on the fryer for a second.
2: I like mine with lots of butter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, the enti- And, again, the entire Vern sequence is... That's, v- let's talk the, about the Vern sequence. The Vern sequence uh. is the star on top of my Ernest P. royal Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> Um Rachel Bill, you is can get into bit
2: here. Ra- Rachel's laughing at me the entire time because I'm just losing my shit laughing so hard during the entire Vern <laughs> sequence. She's sitting there and she's laughing. I'm like, "What are you laughing at?" It's like I don't know if I'm laughing more at the movie or at you. I don't. Because <laughs> that first, like, he, you know, <laughs> hey her Vern, slam, slam. B- oh, Bust down the door. Ho ho ho, Vern, <laughs> slam the door immediately.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was perfect.
2: And then Ernest just kicks the fucking door in. <laughs> and then boom, we, we go right to commercial mode, where the first person view of Vern as the audience seeing Ernest just destroy this poor man's house.
1: <laughs> oh god!
2: And it's just because I'm a huge fan of the commercials, and uh, this film has a lot of uh, all the films. There's always matter, it's always cool to see how they work in some of the commercial bits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, since we never get Vern, we never. This is the only time we ever get Vern. It's it's great because a we're just getting this this the biggest part of the commercials is Vern, and now we actually get it in the film, mm-hmm. and it's just, uh, it's just so good just sing all the bits. First, he's like throwing the, smashing the tree against the root, the ceiling. It's not fitting. <laughs> he grabs the fucking punch bowl, it starts drinking out of it. And the tree falls over and <laughs> smashes everything. He's trying to unplug some lights, and he's just ripping the fucking wire out of the wall. That's <laughs> that's
1: my favorite part. The the wire, he's just chasing it through the wall, and it's just going like just ripping the drywall out.
2: Now, my oh. favorite uh, touch on that is that there is obviously Christmas music playing in the background and as he's ripping the cord, the power is dimming and the, the music is slowing down and everything. <laughs> like, there's so many great attentions to detail in, in the construction of this scene that I just lose my shit. I mean, it's so funny because Ernest is like man, this thing's really stuck. It's like, you can just pull the fucking thing out of the outlet and not be <laughs> ripping it by the cord. Yeah.
0: No, no. both cutters.
2: I guess bolt cutters.
0: <laughs> um, my, I think my favorite part of that is that Right before that sequence, Santa is talking about how awesome Ernest is, but he grew up next to his uh, one friend. What was his name? Vern. And when I f- every single time I hear that, I get really excited
2: because that's the lead into the scene. Yeah, because that's when Ernest is pulling up to his house. <laughs> Uh, to get um, the tree, I mean, even even the tree itself, when like, it falls off the truck when Ernest is transporting uh, Santa in the tra- taxi cab, he just slams on his brake in the middle of the highway, cars are veering off the road crashing, <laughs> Ernest is like flings in the back seat, breaks the fucking window like, the, the physical comedy in this film is something that, I, that cannot go unappreciated. Not at all it, I, it's so good but never
0: like so wacky that it's unbelievable, or uh, going too far I think is a good way to put it
2: no, there's there's always, a I think, a good amount of speed and, like, that little hint of violence to it. To mm-hmm. where it's like, when he throws it in the car, it, like, bl- blows out the fucking window. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and, all these other things and this stuff. Uh, and then just, the, like, the amount of, like, destruction in Fern's house. <laughs> is, and Santa Claus punching a director. And, punching him in the face.
1: Oh, well, yeah, that guy had it coming.
2: That that oh God that fucking uh, movie producer I, I I love so much not not I, the agent the, but the I feel like the director himself.
1: didn't have it coming and the producer and
2: the
0: agents are the one that should have been pushed in the fucking face
1: uh, the the guy who played the agent he's he plays a douchebag in so many movies it's fantastic
0: that's his it's job. so true yeah. yeah
1: that was the eighties like you just basically pigeonholed into a role and he he played it well absolutely absolutely
2: uh kevin were there any uh specific positives of Ernest Says christmas that we have not or is there something you want to emphasize on or something else we might not have brought up so far
1: i mean we talked a little bit about the the snake handler role like that little scene <laughs> with the snake handler and that's one of my favorites just because just like i mean once again he goes into like this weird redneck character and he's like here, here we go got a bunch of snakes in the back <laughs> and the guy's trying to look back there he's like oh he gonna get you you go, And he's like doing that little snake thing with his hand. And like that security guard is just freaked the fuck out. He's like, I'm just gonna let him go. <laughs> just just let him through. And I, I, I think... love just like the stuff on the side of the door, like snake spelled with a backwards E. like it's just Not <laughs> professional at all. Oh, it's so good.
0: I think a nice uh, thing that all the Ernest movies honestly touched upon, even the bad ones, is how legitimately talented Ernest is at things. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how much the plots and the other characters will try to paint Ernest as this huge fuck up, He's really not.
1: Oh, yeah, he's a savant, <laughs> dude. Yeah.
0: Like, he's uh, clumsy <laughs> and a little too innocent. But, like, he's yeah, he's a savant. He's great at everything he sets out to do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we get this in later films. This film doesn't have so much of it. The later films have him, like, being a, a whiz of, like, machines. He's always building this ridiculous contraptions and all these different things. Like, right. his house and fucking goes to jail is, like, ludicrous.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, even him making pancakes in this film. He's a, he's an expert chef.
2: <laughs> That's another uh, commercial bit that I really that appreciate. Is. Him flipping the pancakes up to the ceiling. Now the only thing it's missing is, of course, the pancakes on parade line. But, <laughs> but man, when he fucking puts his hands on that griddle, <laughs> oh, a lot of a lot of, uh, lot of a lot of commercial bits there.
0: Every movie has a little bit of them. You know, goes to camp was uh, mainly able to do the happy bitty 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 bitty, and then get mauled by an animal off screen. Yes, no. and then, and then the,
2: the, the, the fire ants bit is yes. also a, a bit
0: for the conversation. <laughs> fire ants, yes. Um, I the, You can't mention the snake bit without mentioning Ernest cu- with a face covered in snakes biting him as yeah. he has a normal conversation.
2: I really like that bit. Um, first off, obviously, the, the other people come and dump his truck full of snakes. <laughs> what I really like is that Ar- Ar- they're still making Ernest seem like a really nice person. He could easily just, like, go someplace and randomly just, like, Chuck these snakes Not give a shit about them But you know He goes to like a swamp area He's like trying to Throw the snakes back out And actually like You know Let them live Yeah He's not trying to be malicious Or try to kill them Or anything And then, so it's a very, very simple little thing That I think a lot of people Could uh, could not You know Think of doing With the character Right
0: Yeah They could have d- done nothing With the snakes After that scene mm-hmm. Just like the gag Like oh they toss him in there And Santa Don't ride in the back But no They add in the extra scene Of Erta specifically Releasing the snakes Back in the wild
2: Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely uh so then there's also uh we haven't really talked so much about marty and bobby who play like the i guess uh, airport
1: they're like the guys who throw in the baggage and everything like that the yeah the kind
2: guys. of baggage 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 claim i guess is the kind yeah. of the word we want to yeah. be looking for here uh they're kind of throughout the film they're the ones uh, <laughs> who uh this is the first time i believe marty shows up or is it Bobby? Because one of them was in goes to camp. Bobby was not. Bobby was not in goes to camp. That's right. It was Marty. Bobby, yeah, Bobby
0: was in um, this uh, jail.
2: Uh, Hallow- Scared stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Try to find the actors or whatever. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they were but anyways, but yeah, they, they're continuing adventures of they get the. It's Bobby
0: and Chuck. Marty's the um, agent.
2: Oh, Durr, Durr, Bobby and Chuck. Okay, that's fine. That's why I'm getting confused. I apologize for... Yeah, they're they just together. In the movie, Gallard... played as
1: storage agents. <laughs>
2: yeah, Gaylord uh, Sartan is Chuck, and Bill uh, Berg is Bobby. Yeah, Bill Birgerberg is always fantastic. That face. He has a great face.
1: <laughs> he did. I think he did, like, Keystone beer commercials or something like that. The beer, yeah, the beer, I think you're face. right.
2: Yes. Yeah, there's, uh, I'm trying to think. There's one movie he's in... Um, oh shit i'm trying to remember i can't remember i'm blanking for some reason but they're talking to some guy and he's like uh he has a gun and he ends up pointing the gun at the oh it's on um uhf i believe i think it's on uh he's in uhf for like one quick scene mm-hmm. where he's talking about like uh you know has a gun it's like i can ki- you know uh guns don't kill people i do and he points the gun at the camera and it's he has that like he winks his eye and he has like that face yeah <laughs> <laughs> that very bill burge Bill Burgey face, but no, they're great because uh, they have these crates. They don't what they are. I love the bit between it's it's an M. No, it's a V. It's M V M V. <laughs> Mister Elms, or sorry, Helper Elms, Helper Elms, Helper Elms, Elms. Wait for Helper Elms. <laughs> which uh, turns out to be Helper Elves. Yeah, haha, ha. ha. it.
1: That's how they get. Oh God.
2: I which, like. If the I remember elves correctly, yes. I, I like if I remember that. correctly, I I I need. I meant to double check this, but I believe both of them were original Munchkins on Wizard of Oz. Ah, huh. interesting.
0: I did it, not know that,
2: if yeah, that's I, the case. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. I thought they were pretty fun characters that kind of come in in the, the third act of the film.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And which, of course, with this is the fantastic uh, sleigh scene. Oh, my God, the sleigh scene. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. Of just Ernest not knowing, A, the fucking reindeer's names, mm-hmm. and then, B, not having any ability to drive this fucking sleigh. <laughs> At all. So if they're going through toll boost, the fucking fighter jets are being scrambled out after them. Uh, this does bring one of my favorite little jokes in the film is when they're they're all waiting for Ernest to soap at the sleigh at the children's museum and they say, Where's the sleigh? Oh, Ernest is supposed to have it, and then and then someone's like, Ernest and then Santa just laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh yeah, we made a mistake. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> It's such, like, even the laugh itself feels so like such an earnest laugh. Like, it some does. earnest would have laughed about it. It's, it's funny seeing Santa do that. God, the
1: elves in the back seat, they're just like, no, this is, this is I'm, funny, no I'm gonna kill him! <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's some other fun bits in the film. Obviously, uh, the whole Christmas sleigh thing. Is a great gag. It's a great <laughs> gag. It's also funny because mm-hmm. when you're watching it, like, man, this would, this would be a really shitty fucking horror movie. Yeah, so shitty. At Diamond Pictures
0: Also I like the uh, my, you know, my, It's a really funny bit to me but I don't think it's supposed to be Like a full blown joke but it's Hilarious to me is when they're trying To sell signing on to the film To Joe and they're like keep in mind This sort of picture gets a uh, sequel Santa sleigh 2, 3, 4 like yeah Like you're gonna get the dad from Santa Slay 1 to come back for 4 fucking movies <laughs> No if he's coming back He's dying in the opening of Santa Slay 2 That's how this works Just have, Yeah Yeah <laughs>
1: Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, the survivor always dies at the beginning of the next movie. Right.
0: Like, fuck. Heather Langenkamp got one more movie before her character died, Mm -hmm. and then she was gone until she played herself.
2: So Joe Carruthers will in this movie play one more die. Then they'll do like the weird meta, you know, Christmas (laughs) sleigh about Joe in real life being stalked by this guy that
0: loves this Santa Claus monster.
1: (laughs) It's Bill Goldberg the whole time.
2: Yeah. Ah! Ah, ah! One, could help, one could hope <laughs> That would be an amazing film And he'll kill Fran Drescher in that movie too <laughs> oh,
1: The first Perfect. ten minutes of that film Man it's, It sets it up for such a great film And
2: then you know
0: The but, uh, little old lady at the museum is adorable
2: Oh yeah Her, her, oh, and, yeah. her, and, her and Santa They're gonna fuck later they, They're yeah. totally
1: gonna old people fuck She is the new Mrs. Claus <laughs> yeah.
2: Absolutely uh, I'm trying to look at my well, notes here. Mrs., Mrs. Applegate. Mrs. Applegate. That's right. Um. Oh, one funny, th- some funny things involving Santa Claus. Um, like when Ernest and uh, Harmony come to rescue Santa from jail, it it's kind of cracks me up because even Santa Claus doesn't recognize Ernest. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if, if it's supposed to be like a bit, like Santa Claus is playing dumb, it doesn't come off that way. It comes. I'm off not
0: like sure. Like... I used to always take it the exact same way that you take it, Bill. Of how he doesn't know it's Ernest, but this one time when I watched it, Santa said, "I am Santa Claus, and you know it."
2: Oh, you think that was that's? Why I think I...
0: that's him talking directly to Ernest.
2: I thought that as well, but it was, it's it's with everything else there, it's kind of. Mm, it's, I agree. It be funny, way. like well, the idea yeah. that that Ernest, uh, his changing of a character into these different personas, is so good. Even <laughs> Santa Claus can't tell the difference. <laughs> so, he can't. Well, the magic is fading after all.
0: It, it It is fading. They bring yeah. it up a lot. Um, and also, uh, Ernest is a cartoon character, so he has Toon Force behind him.
1: Oh, and that That's was true. another scene I liked toward the beginning about the whole magic fading, when he's talking about the other businessmen, and the guy's just not getting it. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I can't seem to Sounds remember. Sounds like a database <laughs> error. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember who's naughty, who's nice, who wants a truck, and he's like, yeah, the database error. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. Santa's just like uh, oh, okay.
0: My wife pointed out um, that she actually really liked that the movie goes back to show him enjoy the snow, and it shows him like be a huge dick for a minute, and then he becomes a nice guy. She said like oh, it's like a little thirty second Scrooge story just there.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
2: Except uh, he didn't get the account, and he ends up killing himself. Right. <laughs> Should have stayed up on Christmas Eve. You want to? His kids don't have a dad now. Thanks, Santa Claus. Thanks, Santa Claus speaking of santa claus i wanted to talk a little more about santa claus in this film i love uh santa claus in this film because there is so many moments where like there's so a great range of emotions going there like he's clearly trying to he's still in this jolly mood but there's still like there's still a realness to santa that's why i like him so much mm-hmm. like when he loses his shit and punches the director i love that i like even when he goes to joe joe's house and joe's like this is full of feathers i know it's full of feathers yeah like, like he, he knows that harmony fucked him over but he's just, you know, he's he he's still trying so hard to see the best in people and see the best in her and in everything else around him. And he's still hopeful that Joe will take this position and all these other things. I really like. That's why this is my favorite Santa Claus portrayal because this Santa Claus, even though he's not one dimensional, exactly, he's very he's very three dimensional and he also has a lot of different depths to his character and around and the range where it's not he's not all just all holly jolly, all like the mm. Rankin Bass stuff. No, this guy he's very he feels real feels like a real person who is giving given these gifts like back in the 1800s and has been doing it for so long and he just feels like a really real person who does want to see the best in people but knows that you know people are flawed and have a lot of issues yeah. and even even himself is not you know uh, free of this and it's a lot of stuff that you know for this type of film that's a very you know family oriented like christmas film it's also also a very mature theme, which is also really appreciated.
0: It it would have been very easy to make this Santa, like, say, um, Will Ferrell an elf. Like, just make him such a hyper fish-out-of-water, out-of-touch sort of character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they super didn't do that. And I think the movie is uh, ten times stronger because of how real this Santa Claus is.
1: Right. Well, I mean, and he had a grip on reality because obviously he's like, "Oh, I'm here every at least once a year." You yeah. know, he he knows humanity, so he knows what to expect. He's it's not like Elf where Elf was like Will Ferrell's character was just so engrossed by everything because it was the first time he was seeing it. Like Santa's been around the block. <laughs> so yeah, it, 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 and it was good to that. see that. He was kind of jaded on that and that aspect for the most part.
2: Mhm. Yeah, and it's also... You can also put some of it... Like, some of his failings are also coming... And it, he admits that he's just so old. He's been doing this for a long... Even he says, you know, I've been doing it longer than I really should have. Mm-hmm. And all that type of stuff. Yeah, I wonder
0: what the exact... Because I like the rules I of Santa Claus introduced in this film. I like that idea that it's a, it's like a time limit type deal where you have to pass it off to keep the magic fresh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm curious, like, what the time limit is because based on... Like, I think I forget exactly what year he says, but it sounds like he's been doing this for, like, 100 years even. So I'm wondering if, like, it's, like, 80 years or 90 years or something like that.
2: Well, that he himself says he's, like, 152 or something.
1: Born in 1837. Yeah, so he's 151 years old. So Time he became 20.
2: Santa at around, one, at around 50, 51. Yeah, so it's not very possible, Yeah, he like said, about 100 years might be the, the limit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's what I'm saying. Like,
0: he's saying that he's been do- doing this too long, but the 100 years, do you think, like, 100 years is, like, a hard cap, maybe?
2: Maybe not, again, I don't think it's necessarily a cap. Like, he probably could go another year, but he'd, he'd probably start really risking, like, having a lot of issues mm-hmm. with the power. Like, he even says, like, this is, he's already gone, like, he thinks one year too many. Like, I think it's a thing, like, there obviously, he probably could, but he knows he really shouldn't. Like, this is, like, the the do-or-die time. Like, no, I, I I can't. I really gotta be responsible, and I can't do this anymore. Which I like, right. too.
0: Again, that's another um, pro of how real the sand is, is that he loves doing this so much but he understands how important what he does is. That as much as he loves it, he does have to give it up to keep it going.
2: Right, exactly. He
0: has to give away his
2: immortality. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we we harped a lot about a great positives. film. were there any specific uh, negatives or anything like that that were, was in the film that you never quite gelled with you, or kind of sticks out like a sore thumb? No, for either of you
1: not really i mean it's it's a pretty damn good movie and it obviously inspired other movies like the santa claus in a way because of this whole you know the the changing of the santas and everything like that Mm -hmm. uh yeah i mean it it was pretty damn fun to watch even like as a kid and then as i'm watching it again for this review i was like man it's really didn't lose any of its nostalgia like it's really it was a really great film i mean for it for what it was
2: worth you know
0: Especially during the cynical 80s, the fact that this film was so optimistic and bright and happy is always a, a nice thing to see.
2: Yeah. yeah. Earnest optimism is something that can never be doubted. Like, even when he sits there, he, like, you know, Santa Claus can't give him the $34 for cab fare, and he, you know, he's, like, sitting there thinking, eh, we'll call it even. Yep. Merry Not. Christmas. Exactly. Having mean, that's such a positive character, because, like, especially in 88, man, you're, in, like, you know, it's, like, late 80s, but still, it's like, very deep time in pure cynicism in the United States and, and films in general. They having a character. I mean, something like this is so so different. Mm-hmm. Definitely against the against the grain. Oh, yeah. um,
0: I would like to mention a moment how much I loved Skippy and how much he hated his fucking job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was great. So that's that's your name, huh? <laughs> hmm. Just right.
0: looking at all the other weird freaks in the eighties. Yeah. Gonna, why not? <laughs>
2: yeah, I love that bit because like he's he's like do I he's looking at this like do I want to make an issue of this and he looks and sees like the long it's not even necessarily the freaks but just how long the line is of people. He's like. This is going to be a long day. Uh, Sure, yeah, Yeah, go, bye. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Uh, For me, a kind of negative for me is is Harmony Star in the film. Mm -hmm. Again, Uh, I did say she's grating. Yeah, she's... But, you know, I I get her purpose by the Mm -hmm. end of the film. Like, it's good to have this other person who... Like, Ernest is great. She's the cynical 80s. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, she's the runaway. She's the one, the liar, the thief, everything else, wanting stuff for herself. But then it's... It is by, like... Her her story arc is you know the change of heart, finding yourself, being like realizing like oh I've had some. I like all the scenes with Santa too. Like even he, he's playing coy like he doesn't like. like oh, I thought you were this girl
0: him. whose parents uh, kept fighting and didn't give her any attention. Must have been someone else. Like yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like that scene quite a lot.
0: Um yeah, I I won't say it was a full blown negative for me, but a, an annoying thing in the movie, and not even that annoying, but it just made me go. Wait, but why, is when Ernest keeps on trying to make the the sack work for Harmony, and she says, Ernest, it doesn't work for you. Clearly the magic doesn't work for you. Um, and then she steals the bag, then she tries for like 19 hours, and I just don't understand how she's able to acknowledge the fact that the bag doesn't work for Ernest, but for some reason it might work for her.
1: Right.
2: Well, she's really high on herself. I think that's all, that factors in a lot of it.
0: You know what? That's a fair explanation. I'll accept that.
2: Yeah, she she thinks Ernest is an idiot, but she's Harmony Star. She's gonna be a star someday. You're you're gonna know my name. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. You have a poor name.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. For we already A's, talked about poor. this.
2: <laughs> I mean, she's still young enough. She could be the next Tracy Lords. Oh, <laughs> it's true. Go on. There's a. There's a real- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I guess that's about it for. Unless you have any uh, final final thoughts on Ernest Saves Christmas.
1: If you haven't seen this movie, what have you been doing wrong in your life? Yeah. Um, once again, I going back and watching this as an adult. I still, I still love every moment of it, and it's weird because, like you know, last week for eight bit, we watched uh, Jack Frost, the one with uh, Michael Keaton. Yes. And I fucking hated it.
2: <laughs> oh, don't worry. Most people hate that movie. Yeah, that yeah. movie's terrible. But like so the other me- Jack Frost.
1: <laughs> oh yeah right i i put that on at first I, I got the wrong movie and i was like why is why is the snowman fucking some chicken a shower <laughs> it was like, it's amazing yeah i was like this is not the movie i think we're supposed to watch <laughs> but like it like i just couldn't get into it at all like i hated the kid character i just hated the acting i just i just couldn't get into that movie and you know once again i thought maybe it's just because it's kind of a holiday theme and they're just shoving it down your throat so much but Ernest, just like I said with this movie it just does it you know and it doesn't really it's not apologetic and it just kind of genuinely cares when they made this movie like it was a genuine feel like the director was really into it or er- obviously um, Ernest was really into it you get that feel from that like people on the cast really cared about it the you know the other movie not so much and I think a lot of holiday movies it seems like a lot of people phone it in but it's good to see a genuine movie like this that, after all these years, doesn't really age.
2: No. Yeah, totally, totally agree with you on that. Uh, and I, I agree. I echo a lot of the same sentiments. Where yeah, it's a yearly tradition for me. It never gets old. Like I said, it, for me, I'm not. I don't. I never would say I'm super cynical, but I just don't feel like I have a lot of interest in super sappy Hallmark style Christmas films, mm. as Kevin was kind of relating to. And I think this film doesn't fall into those traps. Mm-hmm. Like it still, it still remains very optimistic and hopeful and cheery, but it doesn't do it over. It doesn't start be, like syrup doesn't start coming pouring out of my screen. It's not you know, <laughs> it's not that type of type of movie. It still feels very relatable and enjoyable. And again, the the, the the comedy, the physical humor, the character work from Jim Varney as Ernest is all all there, and it works really works really well oh, to absolutely. have a fantastic package. And this that's why this is always like fighting to be like number one on my list of my favorite earnest films just because mm-hmm. i think it's really hitting everything on like all the <laughs> all cylinders are firing on this one yeah so uh let's give uh, some final star ratings uh we'll start with steve steve what is your star rating for Ernest saves christmas
0: my i mean my star rating favorite earnest movie one of my favorite christmas movies my star rating is a two out of five perfect score <laughs> just kidding uh six out of five
2: Whoa, you're breaking the charts. Breaking the charts.
0: This is the uh, Batman Arkham City of earnest movies. (laughs) Nice. Um, No, that's an insult to this movie. Um, I really like this movie. I like Uh, that movie. movie I mean, sure, but this movie doesn't have a huge um, open world with a bunch of empty buildings that you can't do anything, a bunch of uh, a a story that doesn't fulfill its own uh, plot telling. It doesn't have a bunch of game extending parts to the film. Uh, just artificial game extending lengths um, so yeah, this movie is better than Arkham City I'd say
1: well, there you so go. Kevin,
2: what is your star rating for? <laughs> Christmas? I can't follow
1: that up. I mean, I give it five stars. I mean I once again, going back to it, I didn't lose any nostalgia I didn't lose I didn't ga- I didn't lose anything from it like it's still a fantastic movie to me. you know some movies you watch when you're older, like you know hackers or something like that and you're like <laughs> what the hell? why did I like this so much?
2: Hack the planet! Hack yeah, the hack- planet!
1: Everything's on these, like, zip drives and everything. Like, you go back and watch it, and it's, like, obviously dated. With something like this, even though, I mean, even though it was the 80s, there's so much that still goes on today with it. I thought it was fantastic. Bill
0: Absolutely. and I have talked a few times. Oh, so, Bill, you know, you give your star rating first, and then I'll finish my thoughts.
2: Yeah, try to cut me off, you stupid hack. Uh, five stars. I-, I go the same sentiments. Guess what, guys? This is a perfect movie. Perfect. Call AFI, take Vertigo off the list. Boom, Ernest Saves Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, uh, Steve
0: Rzinski's, uh number one movie, 2016. Ernest Saves Christmas, 20 years in a row. Bada-bing, baby, can't touch this movie. No, you can't. <laughs> um, uh, I was just going to say, uh, Bill and I have talked a few times about how, and it's just come up again in a recent episode, last last week's episode actually, about movies that actually seem to matter more these days than when they were first released. And that sort of goes hand in hand with the idea of uh, movies aging so well. Um, it came up with us for Scrooged. Because, again, that's a film that came out during the hyper-cynical 80s. um, But yet it seems to fit even more in today's world with how cynical everyone is today. Um, And it happened again with... It also happened with, like, um, Shock Treatment and a few others like that. And I I think Ernest Saves Christmas is another one of the things where it was made in a very cynical decade as a sort of... um, to stand up, to be a light in that tunnel. And I think Ernest Saves Christmas is even more perfect today than it was in 1988.
2: Can't get better than that.
1: Yeah, that's that's legit. That's a legit endorsement right there.
2: Legit endorsement slapped down the box. Boom, baby. <laughs> I think it's about time we get into some plugs. We really enjoyed all of the 8-bit geek listeners checking this episode out but if you want to check out some straight up legit 100 pure colombian movie films of bill and steve you can mainline that shit at movie films of bill and and if you don't want to go there guess what there's a bunch of other places you can go there's itunes just look up movie films of bill and steve if you would listen to something and you like it give us a five star rating and write a review tell us what you thought about crank high Voltage or shock treatment or did you like weekend at bernie's too let us know <laughs> we'd really appreciate it that or dance. you can find us on facebook that's another social media site everyone loves that just look up movie Phones bill and steve give us a like type up a post get in your clicker clacker keyboard there your mechanical keyboard you spent a lot of money on just type up a review let us know hey bill and steve i loved caddyshack too dan ackroyd was great that'd be the best <laughs> And for the last major place, <laughs> you can find us on Stitcher on the website or on the uh, the web, the, I keep wanting to say web player, the mobile app, That mobile app that you get your tell your phone, you, you touch it up and if you molest your phone a little bit and you get the, the sounds playing in your ear holes. It's fantastic. And if you want to send us a personal hello, how do you do? You can email us at moviefilmsabillandsteve at gmo.com. And you can find me on Twitter at lovablebill. Yeah.
0: Uh, you can check out my films, uh, www.silverspotlightfilms.com, facebook.com slash silverspotlightfilms to stay up to date with, like, pictures and, uh, and news and stuff. If you would like to just get a direct link to my latest and greatest, in my opinion, film, Caris Hell, just head over to com. buy a copy or three, you know, <laughs> buy one for your family and friends, it's Christmas time, perfect Christmas gift. Uh, also we just posted a link on the Silver Spotlight page, uh... Captain Z is actually free on YouTube right now. So if you don't have an Amazon Prime membership um, but wanted to see the film and you haven't bought it yet because you hate the idea of me eating, uh, you (laughs) can just watch it on YouTube. Uh, The only catch is that it's in standard definition. Uh, So Uh. if you like it, then you can pick it up on DVD. Or even better, if you like Captain Z, buy cares Hell! That'd be even better. Um, And if you want to look at me wearing spandex looking very attractive, just check out Facebook.com slash TheAmazingSpiderSteve kevin
1: i love you that's all um i <laughs> love carousel carousel was awesome we'll talk about uh, that after the show yeah so this, this is about Ernest, not steve oh okay well either way um yeah i mean yeah find me at the 8-bit geek that's where i'm at i live there i i, I eat there i i do calisthenics no i don't do any calisthenics at all but yeah uh,
2: ddp yoga slash uh, 8-bit geek use the promo code get half off your first package order <laughs> get fit with ddp
1: DDP yoga.com slash fat guy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's about it. I mean we're you know like we're so grateful for you guys doing this again. You know, like in the mouth of madness for our 8-bit horror review it was fantastic. And you know, once again, movie films with Bill and Steve. I love these guys. I love these uh, guys. Right put it on the box. <laughs> that
2: is a singing endorsement from a fantastic individual. And thanks again to all the people over 8bit geek for letting us join you in this 8-bit Xmas, hashtag 8bit Xmas. Tell that, tell it to your mother Tell your mother to get her Twitter machine out Type in 8-Bit Xmas Leave a nice, kind review uh, Don't use your piss words Don't do that, uh-uh. mama won't like that Well, as always, guys, I've been Bill
0: I've been Steve I'm
2: Kevin I got a quote here, hold on My name is Santa Claus <laughs> Whatever, Mr. Santos
0: Yeah, his name right. is Santos You don't fucking know that You made that up Don't tell the police that inaccurate information, Marty. Jesus Christ. How'd you become an agent?
2: Uh, By doing things like that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. You only fail up in Hollywood.